Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Kim Hughes. Kim, are you ready to do this? I am absolutely ready. Let's go. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Kim is the founder of Sane Crypto. She spent 20 plus years as a wealth manager, author, speaker, educator, financial radio talk show host, and industry innovator. Her mission which she will get into for us, has always been to help others make money in the markets without getting eaten by the sharks. Kim, we're excited to have you on. Uh, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure, George. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So uh, you alluded to it. My mission in life is really to help people achieve financial freedom, which I define as having enough money to do what you want, when you want, without worrying about how to pay for it, and to get to that goal as quickly as possible. Um, and specifically, I am focused on how do you leverage the money that you're making, either in your W-2 job or your business, um, by investing it in the smartest, most strategic way to reach that goal as quickly as possible. And not surprisingly, given the incentive and the commission structure of traditional Wall Street advisors, uh, I believe it is almost never the conventional approach that yields the optimal outcome. And um, there's a, you know, there's a reason I, I feel that way. But most of our, I think, um, view world views come out of our life's experiences. And so the way I got here, I think bears directly on that. What happened to me was when I graduated from college ages ago, I went to work um, for a company that was doing about $36 million a year in sales. I started as a part-time clerk in their purchasing department. Eight years later, they were doing over a billion dollars a year in sales. And the last project that I worked on before I left the company was um, they went public. And so before the age of 30, I suddenly had this seven-figure windfall and realized that although I'd gone to some of the finest schools that this country had to offer, nowhere along the way had they ever taught me anything about personal finance. I knew loads. I could, you know, read a, a book in French. I could program a computer. I could, you know, I knew corporate finance. I could do double entry accounting, but no one had taught me about personal finance or investing. So I did the thing that seemed to be reasonable. I turned it over to um, the broker from the same company that had taken our company public, which is if, you know, if you're over the age of 40, you know, the name of the firm, I proceeded to quit my job and have a really good time. Two years later, they had lost everything that I hadn't managed to spend. And so that started a very windy road, um, along the investment journey where first I just had to figure out what on earth had just happened hmm. and you know how had that happened I had to dig myself out of debt I took a job paying a fraction of what the one that I had left two years earlier um, I started to educate myself on investing and the I ended up I guess it, it's truly windy I became an options trader and all kinds of things but what the crazy part is I invented ended up inventing this 
investment method by accident, just because I said to myself that I would never, ever, ever be in that situation again, that I would always, you know, be able to um, pay my bills no matter, no matter what. And that was my goal. And usually, so I started, I figured out how to create income um, at an age when most people aren't thinking about income from their portfolio, mm-hmm. which turned into a two-time Inklist investment firm. <laughs> um, you know, I've taught thousands of people the, you know, the, the, the uh, bio that you read. Um, and then what ended up happening, just uh, I'm getting to the crypto part. I retired uh, at the age of 46 um, in 2009 and sold my investment firm, moved to Aiken, thinking I was going to, you know, live happily ever after and, um, you know, built a farm and live here with my animals and my husband, um, which didn't last long. Uh, I had a couple of lifestyle businesses in, in the middle, but, you know, never thinking I would get into investing again. And then all of a sudden along came cryptocurrency. And the way that um, you know, it was sort of, again, sideways, a friend of mine inherited a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of cryptocurrency, which I knew nothing about. Literally, I had just had my head down, you know, <laughs> paying no attention whatsoever. And she said, what do I do with it? And um, my knee jerk reaction was, I think, like so many people completely skeptical, even though I didn't understand it. I wanted to say, sell it. Oh my God, sell that. Right. Right. Um, but instead, uh, I started trying to understand it so that I could advise her. And one day she said to me, I don't understand. This is what you do. You're, you know, why aren't you helping people with this? And I thought, well, that's a great question. And so saying crypto was born. (laughs) That's the long story of how we got here. Necessity breeds innovation all, all too often. And that's, that's, that's what helped you to become a successful advisor from, a traditional equity standpoint and what's helping you to be successful, helping people make heads and tails. That's kind of a lousy pun or maybe a great one of, uh, of, 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 of coins and cryptocurrencies. So, um, and, and I totally, I'm, I'm with you. There's that great Daniel Kahneman quote says that there's an entire industry built on the illusion of skill. And that is, I guess, traditional asset management. So anyway, so, so here we are. And I, I, I love the name of your company and your podcast sane crypto. Um, cause I do think that there's been an enormous amount of exuberance and insanity when it comes to cryptocurrency and blockchain and a lot of people coming out of the woodwork claiming to be experts in it and everything else. So, um, would love to hear about what makes your process different for, for helping people or rather your approach or however you want to sort of describe that? Sure. Well, I think the first thing that's, um, well, there's a couple things. The, the first thing is I believe that almost everybody should have some allocation to cryptocurrency in their portfolio. Uh, but I also, unlike a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space, treat it just like any other asset class, meaning, you know, this is, this is not like some new world. It is, I mean, it's interesting. It's exciting. The return potentials are unlike anything that we will probably ever see again in our lifetime. But given that it's just potential, right, it should be a very, very small percentage of your overall portfolio. Um, less than 2%, I believe, 
Um, and that, um, but that as long as you have a portfolio with risk capital in it, that everyone should, um, should have an allocation to it. And that's not, that's atypical, particularly in the conventional investment space, because most brokerage firms aren't um, familiar with it and or getting paid commission on it, they're they're certainly not recommending it in that way. So that first of all, that's um, that's different. Um, I also believe that um, there is a, with all investing, you know, eighty. Once you get the portfolio structured correctly, um, with each asset class having a job to do in the portfolio, you know, typical modern portfolio theory, diversification of which this is just one, the, um, you know, that the behavioral aspects of this, the, the ability to control your fear and greed are 80% of the game, if not more. And I know that's something you and I agree on and something that most people just don't, um, pay enough attention to. And the way that I believe you conquer fear and greed is by having a process, a very, in, in which, hence the name saying crypto, right? Because once, what I tell people is the moment you put a single dollar at risk in the market, you are now legally incompetent and insane. <laughs> you have, you are in the, you have, you're unable to make a rational decision about your money. So we make all those decisions in advance while we are sane before we put that money at risk. We make all those decisions and then we follow that as if our life depends on it um, until we while we are insane and until we become sane again. And so hence, you know, that's where the name um, comes from, sane crypto. And um, and by following that process, you're going to almost always create a better result. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so th so that's kind of the difference. And I think the other thing that's un maybe unusual for. Uh, in terms of what the way I think about cryptocurrency, George, is that my investment thesis for it is also is what I call Pascal's wager. Are you familiar with Pascal's wager? I could not tell you what it is. I know that I've heard of it. <laughs> sure. So it was first put forward by the 16th century mathematician, Blaise Pascal. And what he said was... It originally, it was gra really groundbreaking. It was like the first use of decision theory and probability theory. And he said that um, people bet with their lives that God exists, right? So whether you think that he does or he doesn't, you should live as if he does. Because um, if you're wrong, then all you've given up is, you know, a little bit. But if you're right, you get eternity in heaven hmm. and and you and you avoid eternity in hell. So it's this idea, Pascal's wager is this idea of you if you lose, you lose nothing. If you gain, you gain all. And one of the things I tell people is, you know, one of the problems with the cryptocurrency is that traditional investment decision making doesn't really help us with cryptocurrency decisions because it's so it's new and it's different and the risk reward um, 
parameters are so different than a traditional investment. You know, I mean, traditional investment, you know, 12 percent, you know, in the best years. Last year, Bitcoin was up a thousand forty four percent. Right. And so so what we need is we use game theory rather than investment theory to to make these determinations. And and the game theory is, you know, this idea of Pascal's wager. So what we do is within that portfolio, the idea is um, to set it up so that if we gain, we gain all potentially. And if we lose, we lose nothing. I think that's the reason that you have to be in cryptocurrency um, because this potential returns are so outsized. Um, so once in a lifetime, venture capital like Facebook, you know, early seed money type potential. But because we have no we really can't know whether they will ever come to pass. Nobody can know, you know, nobody can predict the future. Nobody can know that. But because the potential exists, it's like we live as if God exists, right? Because the downside, if you, as long as you structure it right, is not, is very little, but the upside is massive. Does that make sense? It, <clears throat> the concept of it certainly does make sense. In actual practice, how, how would it work if I invested a thousand dollars? Sure. Well, that's actually just it, right? By investing, so if, um, well, let me let me go at it this way. So let's just say that um, you have a retirement portfolio of five hundred, uh, an, an an investment portfolio of five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and if you follow my rule of thumb of two percent, that means that you would only invest ten thousand okay. dollars of that portfolio. Okay. Is that right? Yes. 10, yeah. $10,000. Okay. Uh, so 10,000 in cryptocurrency. Now, if you use the standard 4% withdrawal rate in retirement, which I don't really love, but it's easy rule of thumb. Okay. Um, that means that, um, what's 4% of, of $20,000, 2000, right? No. 4% of uh, I'm bad at in my head. Four hundred. How much? Uh, Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. Okay, so four percent per 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 year. So eight hundred dollars. Okay. Sorry. Actually, we should take. Sorry. Here's where I was going. Uh, take four percent of the entire five hundred thousand dollar portfolio. Okay, and that's like twenty thousand. Yep. Okay. There we go. So all right. So so that portfolio can produce twenty thousand dollars of income in retirement. Now. Imagine that we lost that entire 10, we invested in cryptocurrency and we lost that entire $10,000. Well, the effect on the portfolio is like $400 a month of retirement income. Right. Okay. And so that's what I mean when I say we, you know, it's not ideal, but we lose nothing. Basically, you can make up $400 a month um, somewhere. But let's imagine not even, you know, the crazy sorts of returns that people are talking about with cryptocurrency, you know, it going to a million. Let's just take last year's return of a thousand some odd percent. Mm -hmm. Right. So in that case, if no guarantee that's ever going to happen again, but if it did, OK, then your portfolio, you would that 10,000 would be one hundred and twenty five thousand. <laughs> Right. And and you what you've gotten and your retirement income is now twenty five thousand dollars a year. You've gotten a twenty five percent raise 
for life for making that bet, for taking Pascal's wager. That's how it works. That's why we have to be in it. Okay. Well, that certainly makes sense to me. It's all about framing. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's why we have to be in. Okay. And and let me just take that one more step forward, George. And And of course, assuming that we're taking that money, we're reallocating it from an investment that we already have. Um, then all we've got to do to, for this bet to pay off is, um, break even against the opportunity cost of whatever it is that we moved it out of. Right. So, which, so as long as it returns eight to 10%, then we're break even. Right. Got it. So how do you, how do you counsel people to get started? Who, who, who should they be talking to about this? How do they get started? Sure. Well, it's a lot easier to tell people how not to get started Um, (laughs) because really so much of the advice that's being given out there is really, really dangerous. That's really one of the reasons why I came out of retirement because it just horrified me. When I started trying to learn about it myself, I I just shook my head. And um, so uh, my first advice would be to be very, very, very careful about who you choose to advise you on this. Um, the second thing I would tell you is to start small and find, you know, I, I don't want to be self-promoting, but, you know, find somebody who is coming at this from the perspective, from from a, a rational perspective that's not all hyping the return, but understands and balances the risk side of the equation. Because, um, you know, as we all know, the most important thing, you can pass up a a billion opportunities, you know, is so long as you don't blow up your portfolio, right? And the older you get, I've blown up a portfolio, right? The older you get, the more important that becomes. So when you're 20 and you lose everything, you still have time. But when you're 55 and you lose everything, that's catastrophic. You end up you know, living under a bridge, eating cat food in retirement. And we don't want that. Suboptimal. So, right. So definitely suboptimal. Uh, so you're, you're looking for somebody who understands both the risk and the reward side and balances those things um, to help you get started, to counsel you. Um, you're not, the, uh, the other thing that I, that I tell people is, you know, look, if, um, you're not in this to, to win a competition, there's no, if you get into cryptocurrency and you make a thousand percent return, who cares if a bunch of altcoins make a 5,000% return, Right. you know, you understand? So, so you're. You're, you have to understand this in within the, the framework of the objective that you're trying to achieve, which so many people are not thinking of it in that terms. It's really this is just an exercise in gambling or entertainment for them. Um, so those are those are the the um, in, in the parameters for for someone who might be advising you or who you might be learning from or the information if you're going to do it yourself because it's it is complicated it, you know I mean this is the under, you know profit is the reward for risk and risk takes different forms 
this is more complicated than just, you know, going to your Schwab account and buying a stock. Sure. You have to understand that. And you're taking, because you're your own banker, you have to understand that there are, you know, there are these additional risks. So if you're, if you are of that sort and you want to figure it out yourself, you can most certainly do that. But, um, or you can get someone who's already figured it out to help you, you know, of short circuit that learning process that's okay too but again within those same parameters that's what you need to be thinking of well i 100 percent appreciate that and what i can what i can tell you or tell the audience from the time that i've spent here on the phone with you and then my research leading up is that i think that you have a, a great approach because you approach it systematically and I think very, very logically, and we talked right off the top about the importance of having a plan because what's going to happen is you will become emotional about it just like in the stock market or just like buying a home and emotions when they creep in will cause you to make really poor decisions. So I could certainly tell everybody listening that what I've discovered in my research in what what you write about and what you talk about on your podcast and what I know about your program looks to be excellent. So... With that in mind, where where can people learn about you and your program and 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 what are, whatever else you'd like people to know about you? Sure. Well, thank you for that, George. I really do appreciate that. That's kind of you. Um, so as you mentioned, I do have a podcast. It's the Sane Crypto Podcast where I apply my principles of investing to this bold new world of cryptocurrency. And you could find that on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. Again, it's Sane, S-A-N-E, Crypto Podcast. And um, I also do a weekly live free training called how a little, little bit of Bitcoin can make your retirement portfolio go a lot, lot further. And if they, your listeners are interested in that, you can find that at sanecrypto.com forward slash webinar. Got it. Excellent. Well, Kim, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> sure. So social proof is the most dangerous concept. Social proof says that in the absence of certainty, human beings will just look around, see what everyone else is doing, and do that. It's how James Jones got hundreds of people to drink the Kool-Aid in Guyana, right? So if you allow yourself to use social proof as a crutch, if you follow the herd and you do what everyone else is doing because it feels safe, then you are guaranteed to get what everyone else is getting. And if you look around, that outcome is, as you said, suboptimal. So whether it be investing or elsewhere in your life, you know, you're just dooming yourself to end up clustered somewhere around um, average. So what I would encourage you to do is to always, always, always question the conventional wisdom to Always question what you read in the mainstream financial press. Uh, better yet, you know, just ignore it because it's 99% garbage. Uh, find people who are actually getting the results that you want and, and who clearly and demonstrably have a servant heart and figure out how they do what they do. Become a mentee, pay for their training programs, read their books and their blog posts, get a job with them, go hear them speak at conferences, volunteer, whatever it takes. Um, and because I would tell you that everything that I have today, I have because I did that. Well, that is great stuff. And that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So thank you for that. 
Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Kim your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the Sane Crypto podcast. Check out her weekly trainings at sanecrypto.com. And uh, also check out her blog and everything else because I think that it's great stuff. So thank you again, Kim. Thank you, George. Really enjoyed the time with you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!